0: Well, welcome back, everyone, to the next edition of our podcast series. Uh, today, we're talking about architecture at BARD. Um, I am Josh Tyler, I'm one of the assistant directors of admission. And as always, I'm here with Mackie Siebens, the director of admission.
1: Hello,
2: Josh. Hey, Mackie. As Josh said, I'm Mackie Siebens. I'm the director of admission, and I graduated from BARD in 2012. And we're joined today by faculty who are teaching students in the architecture program. So if you guys want to introduce yourselves, we'll start here. Sure, Uh, thank
3: you for having us. Um, So um, I'm Yvonne Santoyorosco, I'm an assistant professor in uh, the coming program in uh, architecture. Um, A little bit about myself, Um, I've been both on the side of a practitioner and on the side of academia. Um, I have worked for a number of practices from very kind of small uh, firms, kind of more um, design oriented and uh, and very large uh, corporate practices Uh, I am also very invested in my own research Uh, my research is uh, deals mainly with questions of property relating architecture with questions of of property uh, especially in in Mexico and we're excited to start
2: this program yeah we're
3: excited to have you guys Mm -hmm. here
1: yeah hi yeah thank you for having us I'm I'm Ross Adams Uh, So I'm also an architect in training and in practice, um, but I've dedicated the last kind of uh, most recent, let's say, decade of my life to uh, scholarship um, and and writing uh, mainly about uh, two sort of strands. One is kind of a historical and conceptual understanding of the urban as a space uh, or urbanization. Uh, So I've got a book called Circulation and Urbanization. which is just out this past year, um, but I've also spent a lot of time writing about climate change and the ways in which architects uh, and urban designers have addressed uh, questions of climate change, specifically looking at the problematic structures of things like sustainability and resilience and trying to kind of open up new ways in which we can approach these very
0: difficult questions. Great. Fantastic. Thanks. So can you share with us kind of how the architecture program came to be at Bard and what really the vision and kind of purpose of, of the program and what you think students will um, draw from it? Yeah. Well, I think that's still probably a work in progress mm-hmm. as we are totally
1: a program, yet, but uh, we have a, a sort of proposal, I'd say right now, that starts to feel quite uh, solid. And, and I think, um, you know, again, it's an ongoing conversation. Um, uh I don't know, should we discuss the, the nature of that proposal at the moment or or the structure of the curriculum at this moment or sure. Yeah, sure. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. I mean
3: I think it's important to say the good news as well. Every new program has a, a, a series of it goes through a series of process of approval. Um we have passed to the first one which I think is a very important one, which uh, we are under the division of arts mm-hmm. and um, and the division of arts has already approved the curriculum so that means that it's going to the next phase and uh, we have received very positive feedback and um, I think the conversation about um, the, the architecture at bar starts even it, it has already been uh, mm-hmm. in, in as far as we understand in conversation for quite some time uh, so this precedes and, uh, and and I hope it will go beyond those yeah. yeah
1: which is to say it's uh, a question we probably cannot fully answer ourselves uh, knowing that there's an institutional uh, discussion that precedes us. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the vision that we have for architecture here at Bard um, is one that builds on uh, the, the sort of opportunities around opening an architecture program that's not a professional program, uh, NAB accredited, uh, the National Architectural Accreditation Board accredited program. Um, I think it's a moment right now when there's a lot of discussion about how to change architectural pedagogy, um, and there are lots of really good moves taking place in a lot of you know, interesting schools. Uh, but especially in the States, I think that's quite difficult to do when you're within a kind of five-year professional structure. And so we see this as a really interesting opportunity to take that conversation a lot further, hopefully, within the structure at Bard, uh, building on the connections that it's going to have within with the school and, and with other uh, programs. So, uh, I mean, our vision, let's say, for the program uh, is about somehow uh, understanding architecture as a, as a practice of collective sort of future making, of, of understanding uh, the role that the imaginary uh, that, that uh, plays within architecture, that, that architecture's most, let's say, public-facing uh, product is often the images that we produce and the sort of visions of various futures that are going on. And I think these are sites of, of great contestation, uh, and we want to sort of, we, we see that as, as a way of kind of opening up uh, possibilities for architecture. Um.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I think it's inter- important to to say that architecture is on the one hand propositive, and on the other one hand, on the on the other hand, is entangled with the world. And um, we really want to kind of um, dwell on this relation. On the one hand, is is uh, it brings about a new reality, and on the other hand, is entangled in social, political, environmental. Question. So I think something we're doing from the beginning is making sure that we um, emphasize this double relation, uh, which is something that I think uh, BART is already doing in many other programs. And I think uh, BART almost naturally uh, is almost surprising that we didn't have our, <laughs> an architecture program. There mm-hmm. is an appreciation of architecture, um, but there is also an appreciation of that space that buildings are not just isolated objects that are related to questions of waste management, energy, resource extraction, you know, uh, displacement, even gentrification. So we really think that it's a, it's a wonderful opportunity to start anew, and, uh, but nevertheless to emphasize that there are these two prominent avenues. Uh, on the one hand, the imagination, and on the other hand, like a critical response to our reality.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah sure. Um, and can you talk a little bit about um, what students have been doing in the last year? The program is sort of in flux, it's developing, it's um, sort of in progress, mm-hmm. but um, you've definitely been active on campus and working with students, so can you talk a little bit about what students have been doing specifically? Sure.
1: Yeah, we've really been working on uh, and this, maybe quite obvious, on the sort of front end of the program, like getting students into the architecture program. So, um, the main emphasis, I would say, has been teaching introductory or, let's say, level one sort of studios uh, that basically provide uh, a series of, of techniques and software uh, proficiencies and so forth to students so that we can start actually you know, building an architectural knowledge uh, around a practice of design. Um, But uh, I think actually in, in doing that, one of the things that we've wanted to do with introductory studio courses is to Um, And then this, again, is sort of going against what tends to be the the practice in in, uh, most places. We're trying to build the learning of basic, let's say, architectural techniques around a kind of critical discourse and around certain uh, histories of architecture, histories of representation, uh, so that we see it as a situated practice. Um, We don't want to spend endless time, uh, you know, asking students to kind of Perform architectural techniques without somehow critically also assessing what they're doing. Uh, so that's a sort of, that's a sort of big uh, emphasis with us. And around this notion, we've sort of we've started by taking the studio as not simply a studio space where you create around a certain brief uh, and you take then a history class over there and a, and a critical uh, theoretical class over there, but we're trying to sort of integrate those things into what we're talking about as a studio seminar hybrid. So that's, I think, where our emphasis has been, and we'll sort of build out the depth of the program as it itself builds, in fact, as of next year already.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I am at the moment um, not teaching a studio, but teaching a seminar, um, and it's also to kind of open other frames, frameworks of analysis of how we analyze architecture, because I think it's also how that how do we see, ways of seeing, ways of understanding architecture have to be part of this story. So I'm teaching a course called, or, called architectural entanglements with labor. And basically what we're trying to do is shift uh, to the foreground questions of maintenance, questions of labor, questions of um, resources. So for example, what is the, one of the tasks students have to imagine is, for example, what is the house? if we reimagine that through the lenses of maintenance, of labor, of domestic labor. And it's interesting. So basically, we we are trying to set up different, and it's not the only one, but we'll try to set up and invite other people to bring new ways of understanding architecture in which other forms of imagination could be possible.
2: Got it. Great. Um, Yeah, it sounds like there are definitely ways, too, for students, as is typical at Bard, from Different fields and practices currently to kind of move their way into architecture because it's so linked with so
0: many other other things, which mm-hmm. is great. Right. Mm-hmm. The, despite that you're in the arts program, right. it's very mm-hmm. interdisciplinary. Yes. Yeah, in exactly. many ways. Mm-hmm. Very um, much. Which seems like that's much the approach and and how mm-hmm. this wanted to be put together mm-hmm. from the beginning. Yeah, um, Certainly, and then so for the for the current classes that students have. Um, how much of the class is more theoretically based and, mm. and kind of discussing these issues and how much of it is more hands-on mm. designing um, yeah. these these structures in, you know, with these things in, in mm. mind? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, that's a great question, and it's honestly
1: something we're, we're still calibrating. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a new format for us, um, and I think, you know, we, we're very kind of uh, critical to the ways in which we're you know that we're teaching and the ways in which the studios are unfolding. Uh, so right now it's I would say a one quarter theoretical uh, historical uh, sort of exposure to knowledge of of, the, of architecture as a field and let's say three quarters uh, design work and in part that's simply because design work is a labor intensive. Uh, Process, almost no matter how you (laughs) cut it. Yeah. Um, yeah. uh, But also, it's it's trying to work in a studio model that um, is also different from the typical standard uh, uh, ways in which we teach architectural studio elsewhere, um, mainly in terms of the time. Uh, Typically, schools allocate, typically, schools of architecture allocate uh, about 12 hours of class time per week. On top of which, they're asked to do lots of uh, continued work outside of that, um, and we think that's too much in, in all senses. Um, but mainly because it 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 allows students to kind of develop a bit of complacency. They wait for, to be told every day. They sit down, what to do somehow, and. Uh, we're trying to uh, empower students more, uh, to have them a bit more self-motivated. And I think we've taken, that, we've taken that model a little bit from the ways in which architecture is taught in places like the UK and Holland, uh, where both of us have studied. So, um, so it's, it's a balance. And, um, and we'll see uh, how this sort of unfolds when we start to develop other classes that we have lined up as well, mm-hmm. and how they start to speak. What we really want is that this, the classes also speak to one another so that it's not isolated or siloed, uh, mm-hmm. forms of knowledge that each class somehow has carried carries. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it, it will be definitely design based. Um, mm-hmm. um, but is, uh, it, what questions do you ask to techniques that we already have? So it's not just about drawing because of course it's important to teach them how to draw, but is, uh, what questions do we ask to those techniques that we are given, mm-hmm. and uh, and I think so. It's it's a it's a fine balance, uh, and I think uh, towards the beginning it's more technique based, and towards the end um, it's about that uh, students um, perhaps developing their own techniques. And I think that's the that's the aspiration that towards the end they will feel competent enough to, to, to imagine other forms of representation.
1: Yeah. Maybe just to add on to that, I think mm-hmm. it's important to uh, mention that we have a kind of sequence in mind for the program, uh, because I think to to divide it, you know, outright saying it's this percentage and that percentage, isn't necessarily accurate. Mm-hmm. Um, what we're we're doing is building uh, a kind of sequence that pedagogically, let's say, moves throughout the program. So. Uh, we're basing these on, on a kind of, uh, let's say, an attitude or a term that we're for each step of that sequence that tries to, again, speak across the issues that, that, that we'll encounter, that the students will encounter within other classes. Um, and so the first of those sequences is, is what we're calling planetary. Uh, it's about opening ways of understanding multiscalar um, uh, relationalities that architecture necessarily participates in. Um, uh, ways of sort of opening beyond the scope of architecture as a, as a kind of isolated discipline. Uh, the second s- sequence is what we call constituencies, uh, which is based on kind of grounding those practices uh, in conversation with uh, movements and groups of people, uh, uh, social movements, let's say, that uh, want to look at things like housing rights or social justice or ecological justice movements and sort of taking practices to the ground Uh And
3: and just to add that specific part of the sequence allow us to interact and engage with the community beyond BART. Uh, So for example, um, engaging with people that have um, housing questions in Mm -hmm. Kingston, in Hudson, Mm -hmm. so there will be that ambition too. Great. Great. And uh, and the last part of the sequence is futures. And uh, and is, this is really the experimental part in which we ask them to really use everything they have um, learned to open up new new imaginaries of how we live together.
2: Mm-hmm. Great. That sounds sounds wonderful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it sounds really exciting. Um, Thanks. Yeah, and I guess um, just before we end, I'm curious if you could talk a little bit about how the two of you respectively found architecture yeah. how it entered your lives or how you entered the world of architecture so, oh well um i
3: am um i mean in my case so i'm originally from mexico city um it i think architecture and and i have spent most of my life abroad i have to say so i i study um in italy holland london <laughs> and i work and taught uh, in London for many many years, uh, probably most of my professional life has been there uh, as well as in the midwest um, um, I think experiencing different um, i think uh, seeing the seeing the city seeing kind of um, how um, space constructs a certain society has been always part of me. I, I think, specifically coming from Mexico City, that is something that cannot that, just on your everyday life, it's something that you cannot oversee. It's, it's something that is in front of you. Uh, I ha- I am also, nevertheless. The daughter of a uh, developer, <laughs> of <Okay. The> a <laughs> developer. So I saw foot, like, I saw plans and in, in front of me mm-hmm. since <laughs> from a very early age. Uh, so I have a more conventional path uh, towards architecture. I was always really motivated, not just but. I was always motivated more for the kind of like social political question that mm-hmm. it comes, mm-hmm. and to see it materialize. This idea that you can transform that through the science to me was fascinating. Yeah,
1: yeah I think um, my roots of architecture let's say is a bit more circuitous. No, uh, I have a degree in biomaterial sciences, and uh, which I basically was like, nope. <laughs> <I'm> gonna- <laughs> I'm going to go work for architects and so I actually just started working in New York uh, and in Connecticut actually very first uh, for a number of architects uh, and then found myself uh, working in a firm in Holland called MVRDV which at the time was doing really exciting work and uh, perhaps still is. Um, and uh, So ever since that, then I, I've kind of come in let's say through the back door of architecture. Um, I've then finally got a, uh, I, I jumped into a master program in the US. Uh, I wasn't really excited about it and so I went back to Holland and <laughs> uh, finished my master degree in uh, a school called the Berlache Institute which uh, at the time was doing I think really amazing work and um, and from there that's kind of been my world <laughs> let's say yeah so I don't know um, I, I was I've been bouncing around <laughs> let's say trying to kind of perfect this whatever. A uh, set of ideas I had in my head that finally culminated in I think, what we're doing right now, which feels really great, if I can mm-hmm. say.
2: Yeah. Well, um, thank you for sharing your respective stories <laughs> with us um, and for answering our questions. I don't have any other questions, do you, Josh?
0: I, I don't. We really appreciate mm-hmm. it. And it's exciting to kind of be at the ground level of this and yeah. to watch it grow from Well, here. for it's us, great. too. And thank yeah, you for,
1: no. thank for you. inviting us to come thank and you. talk. It's oh, our sure. pleasure. Yeah. And yeah.
2: for everyone listening, as always, if you have questions, please reach out to us at admission at bard.edu. And uh, we will talk to you next time. Great. Thanks.
0: Looking forward to it.